from the age of five, six, seven, even the, the kids now are starting to breathe in a too much shallower manner. So what happens when you breathe deeply is you open up your lower, we call it the lower down John, your abdomen, and it stimulates the internal organs. And the reason they get stimulated is to push not just the food, but the negative energies out of the body. So when you start to breathe deeply and become more focused on yourself, you suddenly realize that a lot of the things that you're negative about will disappear. Today on the Mindset Mastery Podcast, I'm joined by sound healer, meditation coach, and Kegon instructor, Peter Paul Parker. Peter works with both the energy body and the physical body to help people alleviate stress, calm the mind, and shift out of a negative mindset. He moved from the world of rock music, where he was a professional musician for 10 years, to working with the mind, body, and spirit. He also has a charity called Brighter Living to help the elderly with their health and well-being using Qigong and meditation. Peter, it's a pleasure to have you on the show today. How are you doing? Lovely. I'm doing great after an introduction like that. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm doing really well. It's quite early here in the UK, but I'm up and I'm ready to go. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah, it's quite late in the afternoon. I'm just ending my day over here as you're just ah. getting started. <laughs> There you go. It's the wonders of the modern technology that we can speak across the other side of the world. It's brilliant. Absolutely. Peter, I'd love to hear a little bit more about you and where you first got into the mind, body, spirit. Was this something that you were always interested in or did it come across long later in life? Actually, from a very early age, I was born almost into an idyllic situation where I was really good friends with my mother. I had five brothers around me, but that uh, and I realized that uh, because of the male energies around me, it was all quite aggressive. And I thought, this isn't human nature. This isn't right. And I used to speak to my mother quite lengths, quite a long time about that. And she unfortunately became sick and died when I was very young and my father became disabled. So I was like thrown into this hostile world, losing like my best friend. And at the age of 19, I, I found a job. My father died when I was 19. I found a job and I was printing. And then I didn't like that. I moved into sales. I hated that, even though I was very good at it because I was a, a good communicator and then moved into music. And this is where I found my forte, really, because I, I was very traumatized from my youth. And I found I got very good at music very quickly because it, it just seemed to flow through me. And I went to bass college and I started playing with some really top musicians in, in London. And I, I found that music, looking back at it now, is like an enormous meditation for me because the bits where we were improvising on the songs, because the standard of the musicians that I was playing with were just unfolding in that moment. You were 100%, all, all of the, the musicians grouped together, were 100% in that moment, and you were creating that moment as it was going along. And I found that was like really uh, relieving my stress and anxiety very quickly. It was like the original mindfulness now when I look back. So that was fantastic. For about 10 years, you can imagine having a 10-year party. That's what it was like. <laughs> it was like fantastic. But it started to dry up when rock music became less fashionable because everybody was going to these big stadium gigs and they were everywhere. You could pick up gigs all the time. And I was working in the studio all the time. I set up my own studio in Shepparton and people were coming in and recording. So... It was great. I loved it, and, but it, it all dried up. So I was looking for something to do. And my wife and I were interested in the, or are interested in the mind, body, spirit arena. So we went to this festival and, and she had a Curlian photography taken, which is like a, an aura photograph, where they photograph a different frequency of the light around you. And 
she had this beautiful red and golden glow and I had these blues and purple esoteric field around me. And she said, oh, I, I want one like yours because the, the, the lady at the store was saying, wow, you're so into your esoteric stuff and all this kind of stuff. And so we went around the corner and I found this store there and she got the photograph taken again. And I started speaking to one of the Korean masters there. And I was telling her about, oh, my business, you know, going into victim consciousness. Oh, my business is falling apart because I'm a musician. And, and she was going, mm, listening very patiently. And I was saying, the world is all messed up and people are all messed up. She was listening very patiently. She said, she come in, take one of my classes, come in. So I said, okay, I'd, I'd done um, martial art training before. So I trained as a black belt with uh, Taekwondo. So I wasn't worried about doing group classes. So I started doing this Qigong type class. And I realized my stress and anxiety was like really disappearing so quickly. It was really great, but it took a long time to unpeel the trauma and my mindset of I'm a musician, I'm a musician, I'm a musician. Breaking out of that was like so difficult, but I did eventually. So it got to a point where my mentor, my master, she said to me, go and teach at this elderly people's home. I thought I've got no, nothing in common with elderly people because I'd lost my parents. I'd lost contact with all my elderly relatives. I thought I'd go and give it a go anyway. So I started teaching there and there was about six people in the room, very different concepts to what they were brought up with. And I was taught to teach it in a joyful manner. So it was all good fun, but getting them to feel it practically rather than me saying, this is how the science works. This is how it all works. So can you feel this? Yeah, I can. This is amazing. So you're opening, I'm opening their joints, making them feel better. Turning around some of their arthritis, some of them couldn't open jars. So they were starting to open jars again. So their quality of life was starting to improve, which really touched me deeply in my heart. I thought, I've got to do this for a living now. I've got to do this. I can't let this go. So I started to become a, a, a Qigong instructor. And I went to schools and businesses in my local area and set up classes. And I had about 15 classes a week going all around my local area before lockdown. And unfortunately, that all came to a, a crushing halt. But that's what really got me into it was my mentor, my master, t t sending me out to an old people's home and saying, go and teach these old people and go, <gasps> what am I going to do? <laughs> and I broke all the preconditions of it there. And I thought, this is what I've been through. I'm going to teach them what I've been through. And I, it was dropping the fear. The most important thing was dropping the fear. Because if you walk into something like that and you're teaching something that is completely alien to a lot of their belief systems and you're fearful of it, they're going to they're pick up on that straight away. But if you go in there with real confidence and say, this is what I've been through, I want to share this with you. Wow, did that work? So the room went from six people towards the end of uh, lockdown, it was about 35 people in the room. And you could the owners of the community centre said it was tangible. Each time you came in and you taught your class, it was tangible. The atmosphere changed that, that whole day. And I thought, wow. And this is just our energy. It's not, there's no woo-woo science behind it. It's all about our energy. And that's my story, very quickly condensed. I hope that made sense. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely fantastic. Can you share a little bit more about Qigong and how it works or the kind of philosophy around that? Yeah, Qigong is a... It, key means energy. So it's universal energy. We call it, we call it universal energy in, in the West. They just call it energy in the East. Like that, it's, it's your energy. It's your life force energy, we call it in the West. And gong means utilizing well or mastering. So when you think about our human condition, to, we were talking about this before the show, it's, it's like when you get stuck 
with a certain thing that's happened in your life, like a traumatic experience, that will drag you into the victim consciousness, which is, is the easiest word I can use for it. Some people don't like the word victim, but it is victim consciousness where you're continually spinning around in that negative cycle. And what Qigong teaches you to do is become master consciousness. So you can see that what happened to you and you can see the reasons why it's happened to you and you can see how you can move past that. So it's really clearing the old energy out of the body. And so we do that through what we call the chakra system. The chakra system is, oh my goodness me, you can't talk about that. It's, it's just a word. It means, it's just a word that means spinning wheel in Sanskrit. And if you think about the chakras, how they are, each chakra area has nerve endings. So they're receiving and transmitting information, which is what the chakras do. It holds information. It, it takes in information, holds information, assimilates that information, and then expresses that information. So it's the same as our five senses, but just with our energy body. So, for instance, if you're feeling like with low self-esteem or you're lacking willpower, that would be your solar plexus that will be needing work on. So most people who tap their solar plexus will go, oh, my goodness me, that hurts because they've got so much negative energy stored in there. So you can physically show people that, that you've got so much negative energy here, you need to tap it out. You can physically show them that's what's happening. And that's what really got me into this was, was through my sound healing. Because when I, I used tuning forks over chakras with my sound tuning forks, I could hear whether they're underactive or overactive. It was, I was completely skeptical about all of this stuff. I thought, no, yeah, this is all sound pie in the sky stuff. But when I started using the tuning forks, it started going, and, the, and the, the, the tone would drop. Oh, wow, that's, a, that, that's an underactive chakra and an overactive chakra. It would go, go up. And then I wouldn't say anything to the client who was in at the time, and I would ask them, what have you been through these last couple of weeks? I've been feeling a bit low self-esteem, a bit unworthy, I've black willpower to do. Was, okay, you're so, I could tell that from your solar plexus being blocked, now I've cleared it. And it's just, this is too coincidental to be real. So one after the other, people coming into the sound healing sessions, they started to, I started to notice what they were explaining was relating to their chakra system. So that got me deeper into my Qigong practice of actually learning how to clear the energy body or the chakra system through your training. And also got me into the meridian lines, which have also been proven to exist through radioactive isotopes that have actually been put down into human bodies. And they've traced the meridian lines exactly how they are on the East um, with, with the Eastern pictures of those thousand year old pictures. And I went, what? this is just too much for me. It was like driving me crazy. So I went from teaching in old, old people's home to going through many different courses to get me to a darn master, to, to actually master your energy and master your, and you never do. I'm really a master in training, but it's just, you keep working on it. And I, I like the way Dr. Bark explained it. It's, it's like unpeeling your onion. And especially if you've had trouble or trauma in your life, because of all that pressure on you, you become a diamond. So you're unpeeling it to get to your diamond, and then you start polishing your diamond, which is why I always say, be well and keep shining as a human being, because we can all shine. We can all be well and we can all shine. And it's polishing your diamond. And that's really where this Qigong practice comes from, is, is the Tao philosophy, which they call it polishing the diamond. In, 
in Christianity or, or the Greek philosophies, they call it the Christos, the light in the Christ spark inside of you, or Islam would call it polishing the mirror. There's all different ways of explaining it, but it's all the same inside of you. And it comes actually from your heart chakra, but it's you as a human being, you can shine if you choose to. If you choose to go and sit with this negative energy that gets stuck inside of you, you'll go with that because it's where, where your mind goes, your energy will follow. It's one of the most important principles of our practice is if you're focusing on that, oh, you know, that, that hurts. And, and of course it does. It really hurts. And any of my clients will say, go through that hurts. It, how do you feel about that? And then you start to look at it from a different way. So yeah, that moved me to here. And then that moved me to here, then to here. And now look at me. Wow. Brilliant. <laughs> That's what I love to see is, is the transformation of human beings. And a lot of people teach meditation or qigong as like a practical thing like moving your wrists or focusing your mind trying to silence your mind it's to me it's not about that it's about you it's not about your wrists or, or your focusing your mind it's actually about you and how you perceive the world and that's where i think a lot of people get scared of meditation because i think what am i supposed to do and meditation is a word that's been used by the west which just means to focus on something but it's an enormous field that we haven't in the west got the words to explain it so for instance in chinese you've got woo woo which means action non-action and that's the best way we can describe it but it's, it's so much deeper than that it's actually you becoming the intention of what you want to do rather than actually physically doing anything which is what the secret's all about but it's not explained in the right way it's you becoming that energy you becoming that vibration so that vibration attracts to you and Joe Dispenza explains it really well about when you push the negative energy up from your lower three chakras into your pineal gland which is piezoelectric and that pushes out a field an electromagnetic field and you can actually measure that field but what happens when it gets to the as far as it can go it comes back in and if it when it when that electromagnetic field comes back in that piezoelectric field comes back in into your pineal gland which is carbon crystals it's electric, it's no longer physical, it's no longer emotional, or chemical, it's actually electric. And if you're not cleaned up enough with your energy, you won't pick that energy up. And that's what they talk about when people talk about getting your higher energy, it's just electric, it's just, it's all a sort of material sort of reactions in our body. And we're understanding that now a lot better as human beings. This is like the ancient mystery teachings coming out into human beings. But with that, you, you have to have responsibility and integrity once you start to get this energy. Otherwise, you start to use it for your own personal gain rather than the good of everybody. So that's why it's also important. But Qigong is you can just go in deeper and deeper into the levels of it. And I see where it is if you look at the five levels of if you want to talk about spirituality, which is where spirituality just means breath breathing it's really simple qigong is focusing your mind on your body and your breath so that's really what spirituality is and if you think about the five levels of it we're here in our material body then you go up to your energy body and your energy body is is just as important as your physical body as i've just explained but then you go into the astral zone where a lot of psychics and people who are intuitive or clairvoyant actually they're more connected to that field and that's really happening but you can get lost in there. Then you go up to the next level, which is where the Qigong, the Tao philosophy is, which is the dualism. And then you get up to the causal realms, which is we are all one sort of thing. So it's, it's big 
becoming very well explained now and it's real when you get to your levels in your material world and you start to get to your meditations up to the causal realm you realize i'm not thinking male female i'm not thinking dark light i'm not thinking love hate i'm just existing it's like a blissful existence and that's where you can get with meditation but it takes time mm -hmm. but you've got to turn your mindset away from all this negative stuff as you look at you can look at the world and go yeah the government is 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 not doing the best that they possibly can at the moment of course they're not it's, but that's for you to pull away from it and go how can i do the best that i can personally not what they're doing what am i doing because if you if your energy goes there so as i say if your mind goes over there you're gonna your, your energy will go over there so those people who anger you control you that's really important also to realize that now when you come back in don't get angry. Just say, what can I do about my personal situation and then the people around me? And that's so important as the leadership qualities they teach with the Tao philosophy, which are integrity, diligence, responsibility, courtesy, and trust, like the five words that we, we live by when we become a Dharma master. And our sort of mission in life is to, to share this information out with other people. And then if people want to get more involved with us, then they can do. But just to, to get that within the human consciousness because that's within all of us we, people talk about human nature no when you're reacting through these negative energies that are stuck in your body that's not your nature that's you reacting it's like you're, in, you're stuck in this fight or flight mode and when you start to cleanse that energy and you start to respond to life that's you that is the real you that's the true self we call it the true self that's where you can just flow and respond with life and it's a beautiful place rather than being this reactive yes. <laughs> wonderful place so that's really qigong in again it's a big subject and I, I tried to skirt around everything without making it too deep yeah yeah you started <laughs> to touch on a little bit of what my next question would be with you know you attract what you focus on so i want to talk about how you can get out of a negative mindset if you're really stuck in there what are some things you can do to help refocus yourself and clear that out one of the easiest things to do is breathe it sounds really trite sounds really simple but how many people breathe properly not many people do and now they're seeing that people are from the age of five six seven even the the kids now are starting to breathe in a too much shallower manner so what happens when you breathe deeply is you open up your lower we call it the lower down john your abdomen and it stimulates the internal organs. And the reason they get stimulated is to push not just the food, but the negative energies out of the body. So when you start to breathe deeply and become more focused on yourself, you suddenly realize that a lot of the things that you're negative about will disappear. And then you'll start to see the opportunities that are around you and you'll start to flow with life. So really to get out of the negative mindset for me, that was the first thing to get out of the stress and the anxiety was the focusing on my body and my breath at the same time. Just, and it sounds easy, but you sit there for five minutes and just try and focus on your breath. Your, your mind's going everywhere. So if you just, if you can do it with movement, which is why I love Qigong, because it's, you're doing something with your body, but you're, you're softening your body with your mind. So if, if you were to just move your hands up and down now, just like that, and then you shake them out, for 20 seconds and then move them up or down again you'll see the difference in your body you'll see that you've shaken out a lot of the heaviness a lot of the negativity and and the softness will come 
that's the same with your mind. You need to shake it up, shake it out, get it out, and, and then realize that these things are stuck in your mind. And your, your mind is reacting rather than responding. We, why in my practice, I call the light, the mind is a really lousy master if you allow it to be. And it's a brilliant tool if you allow it to be also. So you need to focus on what you want. That's the most important thing. We can always focus on what we don't want and which is where a negative mindset comes from. Oh yeah, you know, it's like the cost of living is right. This is bad, petrol's too expensive, can't buy a car. It's all, you're focusing on all, all the stuff that you don't want. And the, the universe will throw bucket loads of you, uh, bucket loads of it at you if you start to choose that mindset. It is actually the law of attraction. If you start to choose, okay, I want to have wonderful conversations like this. And what, what happens with me? Every day I'm having wonderful conversations like this because I want to be like that. I want to have these conversations and I want people in my classes. So every week I have cl full classes every week. And it's, it's just a different mindset. Whereas before, when I first started, when it was when I was fearful, <gasps> what if no one turns up? What if everybody hates me? What, what if my personality is rubbish? You know? <laughs> All these things go through your mind. And of course, no one turns up. Because you're putting out that fear, then you go, well, doesn't matter, let it go, release it. I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about being recognized. I don't need to be in control of the numbers coming in. I'm not insecure about it. What happens? The classes start to fill up. So it's just letting go of that negative mindset because it's detracting from your true self. And that's so important to get. And it sounds easy, but it isn't. You've got to really focus on it. So I get people to do a little exercise for two, three, four minutes and just sit there and focus on their mind and what, write down the, the, the good thoughts and the bad thoughts that come in. And about 70, 80% of them will be bad thoughts. Analyze those thoughts. Are those thoughts you? Because some of the thoughts I've had <laughs> and some other people have had in their life, goodness me, I hope that's not me. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's and that's just, that's a vibration inside of you. It's not necessarily you, but it isn't you. It's a vibration inside of you. It's a negative attribute inside of you. And therefore, if it's coming up, that's good. That means you can clean it up and you can accept it. You can accept you as a human being because you have multifaceted layers to you. And to accept that is one of the most important things I feel. Because if you don't, you're going to have those thoughts. You're going to go, oh, I am so bad. With that, just rotten. And therefore your lowest, your self-esteem will naturally sink like a stone because you think that thought is you. But that is one of the most important things I think I learned through my Qigong practice is my mind is not me, but it's mine. Right? I own it, but it's not me. My emotions are not me, but they're mine. I must own my emotions. So if I feel sad, I own that sadness. It's me. It's part of me. I'm feeling that emotion inside of me as a human being. And so my mind and my thoughts are not me, but they're mine. So your thoughts will keep coming in. And that's how it works on the quantum level. Because all these meditation coaches sit there and still your mind. It's bad news because your mind is not designed to be still. And if you're just trying to focus on nothing, that is the hardest thing to do. Because if you go down onto the quantum level of things, down to atoms with neutrons and and all these things are spinning everything's moving on a quantum level and that comes up and that manifests into our physical reality so everything is always spinning 
and the faster it's spinning the harder it becomes as a physical thing so everything is empty like 99.99% empty so it's all spinning your mind is the same thing it keeps moving it's always wanting to move so focusing your on your breath and then you're focusing not just on your breath but the body as well so you're really feeling your whole body and there's a little exercise as well that I do where you push your fist and your palm out into the air just like that and then you take it into your body and you start doing it into your body by tapping your body people find it difficult to do it into their body and find it easy to push it out into the air because I'm, I'm realizing that as our western society mainly our mind is trying to go out it's really trying to go out and not trying to come back in and when you start to train your body to come back in that's when you start to master yourself that's when you start to get into your master consciousness and it's you've got to find the way that you're happy with doing it because it's very difficult the way that we've been conditioned in the West to do that. And I love the Qigong that I teach because it's fun and you can have a laugh with it. You think it's not too, even though you're doing some sort of quite deep esoteric stuff, it's still fun. And where does that come from? That comes from us. We're fun loving beings. Of course, everyone wants to have a bit of a laugh. And if you're sitting there going, Ooh, you've got to be so serious with this. It's, it gets too much for people. And then, of course, there's silent meditations where you're sitting there. Um, when you get a little bit deeper into meditation, you sit there and you're silent. But most of the time, it's fun. And you're opening up the joints with Qigong, and you're opening up your mind, you're opening up your three danjons, we call them. And that's where I feel part of the breaking down of the negative mindset is to go back into the fun element of it. Just make it a bit lighter, a bit more fun, a bit more less serious. Because, goodness me, this world is like a hole in the head. It's so serious. We don't need any more seriousness <laughs> in this world. <laughs> so fun, I think, fun. But that's giving you like three or four different sort of aspects to think about, which I think is important. Master consciousness is important. You to master your mind, master your consciousness. And it's not easy, but it's achievable. If I can do it, it is achievable. And of course, I have my good days and bad days. I'm, I'm human being like everybody else. But it's just turning it around and seeing it for what it is rather than letting it take over your mind. So in, in the Vedas, they talk about, which is like the old, old ancient scripts of India, they talk about you as a human being. They talk about your five horses being your five senses, your eyes, your, your ears, your touch, your taste, and your smell. So that's the five horses. That's your five senses put in this chariot. The reins and the driver of the chariot is your mind. So your five senses can pull your mind anywhere if you allow them to. So your chariot is your ego or your persona or your personality. So you can dress that up as nicely as you want, but the mind can still run all over the place. But there's, it's, it's important to keep that clean, I think, and, and keep yourself presentable and, and, and looking nice. But then sitting right behind that is your essence, or some people call it your soul. So that's what observes all these five sense emotions, all the mind and thoughts that are going in in the reins and, 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 and the driver. You're just sitting there observing it. That's your true self. What they teach is don't let the horses run off like crazy and all over the place because your mind will do the same and it'll go all negative. Try and connect back with the passenger in your chariot so that you can just observe this. So when you're, it's, it's not really cutting out the emotions, it's cutting out the chemical reactions in your body so that you'll get, we were talking about that with the pineal gland interaction, it's more electrical because people are realizing this is an electric universe that we live in. 
and it's more seeing life in that way so you're observing it you're still feeling it you still got the passion the compassion the empathy and everything but you're observing it rather than getting pulled into the heat of the moment and that's what we're getting pulled into the heat of the moment which is what a lot of the sort of violence and, and wars and things like that happen because we're getting pulled in to the heat of the moment and we don't need to be doing that we can be sitting back and watching it and going of course there's times when you need to react which is why that's there but i think in general we don't need to we can observe things so it's getting more in contact with what, what i call the soul or your consciousness or your true self and allowing that to flow and through that you, you can do that through qigong by cleaning out all the negative energy is fascinating and you you speak to people who are training with qigong and they just sound wise beyond their years incredibly so and that's i don't know where all this came from from with me <laughs> it's, like, it's just it's almost a download it's incredible it's just trying to explain it is difficult because we haven't got the words for it but i'm, I'm doing my best here <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely so if someone is just getting started with meditation and you're thinking oh i can't sit still for five minutes kind of thing what is something they can do just to start the practice and get used to, to doing that and start somewhere without it being too overwhelming? Yeah, everybody's got a little recorder on their phone, right? So you can, what you can do is you can, I call it box breathing. So you can breathe in for four, hold for four, breathe out for four and hold for four. So you just say, breathe in, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four breathe out and then just carry on. So breathe in for four and do that for five minutes or three minutes, whatever you're long. And just do that. Just literally do that every morning, every night, and you will see the difference straight away. You will see it within a week. I'll, I'll give it a week, if not quicker. As long as you do it every day, that's where the diligence comes in. When I was talking about the five leadership qualities, diligence, you have to do it every day and you have to say to yourself, I'm going to do this every day. So therefore you're, you're having integrity with yourself because a lot of people go yeah i'll do that yeah yeah, yeah. did you do it no i didn't do it today <laughs> <laughs> so you're breaking down those leadership qualities of yourself so it's, it's that diligence and that integrity and makes you responsible to think i want to do that now so that makes me feel good i want to do that so i would say just do that to start off with meditation takes so, so many is so many different forms but really with meditation what I want for people is to master it for themselves rather than having to go to a guru or a class or anything like that is, is that you do it for yourself. So you don't have to come back to me or anybody else. You can actually do this for yourself. So therefore you can go out and live your life how you want to live it rather than being reliant on somebody else. So it's about you becoming sovereign. And I remember speak, uh, listening to a, a Buddhist called Robert AF Thurman, who's brilliant. And he was saying about uh, the, causal aspects of buddhism but he's saying about the energetic aspect of it as well that you have to take responsibility for your energy and how you are in this world you need to be 100 responsible so it doesn't matter what other people think of you it's what you are and what you feel about yourself so if you are deep down inside thinking i didn't really do that person the best justice that i could have done that's you that's good that means you're feeling that Rather than thinking, oh, I hope they like me. I hope they if you're feeling like that, then you're still in victim consciousness. If you think, okay, I, and when you see someone hasn't done something, say if you run a course or you do something um, like running a business and they haven't received 
the service that you should have done because they haven't received the results. That's on you. It's not on anybody else. It's on you. And it's taking that responsibility, going, they didn't do it properly, blah, 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 blah. It's blaming them, making sure that you've really stressed what you've said is this is on you. It's really down to ourselves to do a practice like that, like the box breathing. So you just every day, just try it for a week. Do the one week challenge. Email me and then say, I did the one week challenge and it was rubbish. Because <laughs> <laughs> it won't be, it won't be rubbish. You will feel the difference, especially if you're stressed or anxious or you're feeling anxiety, this will turn that around. I know it will, because it's done it for so many people that I've helped. So it's just that one little takeaway of just recording that quickly on your phone, listening back to it in the morning, in the evening, five minutes, I would give it. And that will start to train. What happens with your nervous system, you see, is we can't perceive what's real and what's not with our brain. So we've got this bombardment of negative information coming at us, not just from the news or the media, but the people around us as well. A lot of them are toxic. So we're being bombarded with this. So we don't know whether this is real or, or perceived attack. So we're being pushed into our sympathetic nervous state. So we're shrinking. And does the heart want to open when you're like this? <laughs> of course it doesn't. It's, no, it doesn't want to open. So when you start to breathe, deeply like that as slow as you possibly can takes your breath down to about four breaths per minute you're starting to go down into the parasympathetic nervous state so therefore everything starts to change your body is intelligent it's got such an amazing intelligence it's like your heart beating now you don't have to think about it it's keeping you alive you're breathing and it's keeping you alive you have to retry we talk about your lungs and, and, and breathing in a more shallow manner you're, you're teaching your lungs to breathe deeply again you're starting to come back into your natural state your natural intelligence so learning to breathe deeply like that is more important than learning to be able to like a, a five-hour meditation on a hill it's like starting that's your basic start and and if you want to go and do a five-hour meditation on a hill brilliant I don't personally, <laughs> if you do, that's great. That's where you're at. And some people have said, why don't you go and do a silent um, retreat? And I said, well, I don't want to do a silent retreat. I, I feel like I've done that in a previous life, but that's a different discussion, but is I'm not here to do that. I'm here to actually do what I'm doing with you. Teach very simply, simple stuff to get you to the next level of where you're at with a human being, rather than thinking about, Oh, goodness me, I can't do this, I can't do that. You can. Everybody's capable of it. And this is where I feel that the change, there's an enormous change rippling through humanity where a lot of people are starting to get a calling, not to be famous, not to do this, that, blah, 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 but to do something. I want to do something to change and help people to change through this transition. And so many people are getting that now, which is why I think you're, what you're doing is brilliant. And it's... That's the calling that you get when you start to open up and come into your parasympathetic nervous state. You suddenly realize you're finding and honing your profound purpose. You're going, this is what I want to do. I don't find, I find this easy. I'm, I'm finding this easy. I'm finding my life a lot easier because I'm finding my profound purpose. And a lot of that is clearing out the negative energy coming into your parasympathetic nervous state, allowing your body to work naturally your pineal gland will wake up naturally, which is the receiver and transmitter of information. It's, it's piezoelectric information that comes in and out. And you need to have a good diet to do that as well, which is important. So good food, fresh food, non-GMOs. Unfortunately, all the fast food has to go. 
it just has to go all the fizzy drinks and everything like that it all has to go and drink the, the cleanest water you possibly can try and keep away from the synthetic fluorides in in the water fluoride happens naturally and also in your toothpaste but try and keep it all clear so that your pineal gland can decalcify because they found in elderly people that it starts to calcify up so therefore it's not receiving and transmitting information which is what everything does actually in our body so it's cleaning yourself up and, and you'll start to do that once you start to breathe deeply it all comes from there and it sounds really well it's a bit boring but it's not <laughs> it's not just do it and see where it takes you because once you do it it's incredible and then i personally got into sound and to me sound and start to you can start to rattle certain areas of your body with your vocal tones to me is mind-blowing when, when it first started happening for me i thought oh my goodness me what am i getting into but then you start to resonate with your field more and then you realize when someone comes into your field that's toxic don't want anything to do with that person oh this is okay i can deal with this and you start you, you become more powerful and your boundaries actually drop but your energetic boundaries come out so that you can realize what you can deal with what you can't deal with mm. absolutely phenomenal beings but we just think we're these little five cents reality blobs but it, deeper than that we are phenomenal beings and, and i just want more people to realize that we're phenomenal beings and, and, and you've got more people to talk to then <laughs> absolutely <laughs> yeah. rather than thinking of these little sort of um closed minds mindset that i like just stuck in the victim consciousness now just to rise above that and it, it gets better and better yeah so breathing to answer breathing. your question <laughs> yeah and we all have five minutes a day to do that breathing exercise twice a day morning yeah, and night yeah. five minutes seven day challenge is what i'm yeah. posing to you this week let's do it Peter, what are the different ways that people can work with you or connect with you if they'd like to learn more about what you do? Well, my flagship course is called the Dream Method. So it takes you through these five different stages. So you get, get through the discovery stages uh, where you're starting to realize your thoughts and feelings aren't your own. And I, I coach through all, all through these five stages. So you're discovering, then you're realizing that your mind and your thoughts and your body is, is not you but it's yours you own it and then you start to embrace your life which is opening up your heart so you've got rid of all these negative stuff and you got to embrace everything about your life even the, the dark and the light side of it you get affirmations and actualizations where you're starting to move your life into the place that you want it and then you start to master it and make it your own so you're learning all these different meditation techniques and the, the trouble with meditation it becomes a ritual than an actualization i people go oh, i've just got to go and meditate now for half an hour why are you meditating for half an hour i just got to go and do it that's become a ritual i haven't got time to do the stories of the rituals but it, it shouldn't be a ritual it should be something that you'll be doing naturally so it becomes part of you and that's what the dream method is all about it's mainly based on getting rid of traumas and, and, and pain deep pain i work a lot with people who've got emotional childhood issues but I can work with other people is a very adaptable course because on top of that with the 12 coaching calls, I, I got an online course, which goes through all of these um, meditation techniques. That's uh, one of the things I do. Another thing is I do a Qigong Academy. It's all online. So it's all very easy to access. I do it outside of my classes. 
And if you do the dream method anyway, you get a year's access to that Bright Beans Academy because you get group calls as well. You can come on calls with me and we just talk about this stuff. And I find when people start to air, what well, it's it becomes a lot easier because you, you suddenly, we do a thing called Jigam where you're doing like an energy meditation and you feel the energy for the first time. It can freak people out, but you can actually feel energy in between your hands. It, it feels like a, a cushion or a, um, a magnetic feeling. And then people go, oh my goodness, what, what is this? And they feel a bit messed up almost. Oh, I didn't realize that there was more to my body than there is. And, and therefore I'm always there on the group calls to try and help them through that. So the Bright Beans Academy is dirt cheap. I keep it really cheap so that people can do it because I know that online classes aren't as good as being there, but you, you, you get also lots of online um, courses there. One on veganism, a diet, so you learn about your food. It's not making you go vegan, but you can learn why you, sh you should be eating certain foods and why there's a different array of colors of food and what those colors will do for you and how that those colors work with your chakra system so you got that as well and that's cheap as anything i, can't, I couldn't make it any cheaper if i tried <laughs> giving it away so you can do qigong online and, and learn from that so it's all on my website peterpaulparker.co.uk you can find it all on there and you'll find the dream method and also the qigong classes and the bright beings academy so you, you can go through webinars and they're all free as well both on the Dream Method and also the Qigong Academy. So you'll see all the different things that it can do for you rather than the actual mechanics of it is how this is going to clean up your negative energies. And that's the most important thing to me is just clean this up because we, we all need to do it. We need, we need to do the inner work rather than just the outer work. And it all comes in and I, I say, when you journey inside, you succeed outside. So yeah, I've got the Dream Method and the Qigong um, bright beings academy so you can do that through my website and it's really the qigong academy is really as i say can't can't get any cheaper than that I've got it. rather than give it away so because that's how i live I, I live i have abundance in my life but when i can share more i, I will share more so that's why i do uh, such a good rate on the qigong academy that's awesome if you'd like to check that out we're going to put links to all those in the show notes below so Peter, could you leave us just with one big takeaway that you'd like people to leave who are listening to this episode? Yeah, I'll cover quite a lot. I would say it's got to be where your mind goes, your energy will follow. It's got to be that. I've said it a few times and it took me many years for that light bulb to go off on top of my head, go, Bing! oh, I see what that means now. So it's when you got the news on, your mind's going there. When you've got a toxic person around you, your mind's going there. When you've got uh, a beautiful countryside walk in front of you, that's where your mind is. How do you feel with the three things? It's where you are, is where your mind is. So walking in nature, get out into nature, let your mind go, let it flow and, and be free. Accept the thoughts that come into your head and just analyze the bad ones. Appreciate the good ones. Oh, wow, you did so well today, well done. So it's really where your mind goes, your energy follows. Follow the positive rather than the negative. Not the fake positive. A lot of people talk about the fake positive. Real positive. Yeah, I did a great job today. Follow your mind with that and, and let it go and then see where that goes and then turn that into something even more special. Listen to the news. We're going to have another lockdown coming up, more virus, blah, 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 more war, World War Three, blah, blah. Do you want that? 
<laughs> no, nobody wants that. And it's where your mind goes, your energy follows. And when more of us do that, and I'm dead sure that we've, human beings, because of the waking up period, we've stopped the Third World War because it, the Third World War was coming and it stopped. And I believe it will be stopped because there's more people saying, I don't want this. I don't want this anymore. And it won't happen when more of us do that. They've done that in Chicago with the Transcendental Meditation people where they sat about 60 of them in the room and they, and they meditated for peace for one hour. And during that one hour period, the crime levels up here, it dropped significantly and then went back up when they stopped meditating for peace. So we can do this as a collective as well. Even though we're all individual, we can do this as a collective. So it's where your mind goes, your energy follows. It's really focusing on your mind and making it the best it possibly can be to be your best tool in your toolbox to make you a master. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is what we love to talk about on the Mindset Mastery podcast. Yeah. And just to reinforce that one more time, where your mind goes, your energy follows. That is the one takeaway that we'd love you to take from this episode. And Peter, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk with you today. Thank you so much for coming on the show. My pleasure, my pleasure. And one more time, just so it really hits home, where your mind goes, your energy follows. If you'd like to connect with Peter or find out more about his courses, you can head down to the show notes below. If you've been enjoying the episode, it'd be awesome if you could take a moment to leave us a review on your favorite podcast app so more people like you can join us on this journey towards mindset mastery. I can't wait to do it all again with you next week. Until then, remember... We are only limited by what we believe we are limited.